Welcome to Pageant Planet's podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome, everyone, to another Pageant Planet podcast. This is the podcast for contestants who want to be inspired and discover how to win the crown. Today, Jesse and myself are covering the life of Ava Hills. Jesse, set the stage for us. Ava Hill is known first for her tenacity, her resilience, and her unique story, and second for capturing the title of Miss International 2019. She reigns from the state of North Dakota, and her win made it the very first time a title holder from North Dakota has won the title of Miss International and the Miss International pageant is held annually in the United States for the last 30 years uh, as part of the Mrs. International and the Miss Teen International family. And their mission is to make a difference to promote today's young women, their accomplishments and their work with their platforms. And just a disclaimer for all those uh, pageant heads listening, this is not to be confused with the Miss International beauty pageant that happens annually in Asia. That's very traditional glam pageant. This is 40% interview with the U.S. based Miss International, so it's heavily based on your platform, your speaking ability, etc. Got it. All right. Well, Ava describes herself as a boss lady, which I feel like is pretty atypical in pageants. Like, pageantry brings in a lot of boss ladies, but... Oh, yeah. Side nine. Um, so she would describe herself as a boss lady, a survivor, and a woman on a mission. After hearing her story, we have no doubt that you'll see these qualities in her too. She has truly been able to defy the odds, turn her life around, and become an inspiration for women and men all over the world. Ava is a suicide attempt survivor and now plans to change the lives of others, utilizing her story through speaking, volunteerism, and pageantry. And she knows that each day as a gift and she doesn't plan to waste it yep and in her own words this is a direct quote she said in 2015 i had a choice to make i could continue down the path i was on or i could choose a new path and make a difference a similar choice that we all have and mm-hmm. she chose wisely so the miss international title was not ava's first pageant though she was miss state capital in 2018 a preliminary title to, of miss north dakota in the miss america system aside from pageantry ava is also a professional multimedia makeup artist she worked on many featured films tv shows and commercials and she's also an avid singer and dancer um And she now coaches her former dance team. As much as she enjoys coaching, she enjoys watching the young dancers grow and evolve in their art and in their personal lives. Ava has a heart of gold, but it's not been without trials and tribulations behind the scenes. We are very happy to be featuring her in today's podcast to see how she has overcome her own obstacles to find success, happiness, and the title of Miss International 2019. And Ava is 22 years old from Kindred, which is a really cute name for a city. It is. uh, North Dakota. And Ava is truly the girl next door. She enjoys spending time with her family, watching Netflix, snuggling with her cat named Pringles, and drinking coffee. And she likes to start each morning off with a cup of coffee. Or, as you can relate, Stephen, maybe five cups of coffee. Oh, my coffee addiction is so strong right now. <laughs> it's actually in February. I have plans to curtail my uh, coffee addiction. So, so you're not doing dry January. You're doing coffeeless February. No, like, no I did. Days. I just completed dry January. So, congratulations! I, thank Very you. Accomplishment. Um, and I'm now because I, I found out yesterday. I was laying in bed. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I drank a pot of coffee yesterday, a whole pot. And 
I'm doing very tedious work on Pageant Planner right now, like really tedious organizational things. And I'm just like, it's not necessarily my my go-to. So I just need to focus in. So I'm like, I just need more caffeine. If I have more caffeine, I can focus. I can just push through this. Um, and I'm like, okay, that's a pot is ridiculous, you know, and it's been a gradual increase. So my trainer that I'm working with, he was like, instead of removing something, insert more of something else. Like, and then push it out. So don't look to eliminate it because that's restrictive and anything you try to restrict, you just hyper-focus on. Like, I literally have dreams of drinking beer. I don't even like beer. Like, but during dry, dry January, I'm like, mm, I found a beer that I liked. You're you know? like Homer Simpson, basically. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even like beer. But... um but he's like, if you, for example, drink a gallon, I mean, I'm not telling everybody to drink a gallon of water, but if you drink a gallon of water, as an example, you'll naturally drink less coffee because like you got to put in so much water. You're like, you don't have room for coffee um, or as much coffee. So anyways, that's just an example. But yeah, Thanks for that. don't even know how we got there or like where, oh, the five cups of coffee. That's how we got yes. there. Thank you, Ava. Yeah. yeah. I feel your pain, girl, or your joy, however you want to look at it. Although, okay, so back to Ava's story. Although she made her way to the top of the pageant world, you won't typically find her wearing high heels, but you can always find her with a book or in a dance studio. She enjoys coaching her prior dance team, the Kindred Vikettes, and, and dance is not the only thing that Ava's talented in, though. Yeah, at the age of 15, she auditioned for The Voice, which is a singing show. I think they have it in the U.S., in the U.K., and several other countries around the world. And she's also a guitarist and a music writer. And her artistic talents spill over to her professional life. We already mentioned she's a makeup artist. And at the age of 19, she graduated from Faces, etc. of Minnesota. And she is now a business owner of Ava Hill Artistry. And she's won several awards as a makeup artist. And she thinks that the most important piece of makeup is lipstick and that a look is never complete without it. Mm. And I totally vibe with that. Yeah. Have you ever gotten permanent makeup like when your lips? No, you but consider I think that does it and it looks amazing. No, my lips are pretty uh, pigmented anyway. Mm. Um, so like I can't do a nude lip usually because it washes me out because my face, my coloring is made for a brighter lip. So yeah. I prefer the option of every color lipstick I can imagine. Yeah. I do a lot of red lips. Got it. Yeah. So we do it at the spa, as you were saying, Renata, but like we, we hired a pigmentation, a permanent makeup artist and she's kind of like, I mean, it's basically like a tattoo artist. You have to get your tattoo license to do it. Um, yeah, but it like the results are crazy and that's actually how they, um, how we remove stretch marks too at the spa because it's really like it's like a mini tattoo that blends in the stretch mark scarring with your skin and oh, you can't wow. even see it can't even see it afterwards it is amazing so, you know permanent makeup has come a long way and like i i remember reading like the original princess diaries book in like junior high or maybe that's a long time ago but um the grandmother the, the queen had permanent eyeliner and she was just talking about that i was like oh my gosh how scary that sounds but like when you look at it now, like the technology's come a long way. The techniques are really like stunningly beautiful. So you can really wake up like that if that's your goal. Yeah. Hashtag flawless. <laughs> well, we we host a conference and we put on a conference. It's called Boston PMU. So Boston Permanent Makeup. It's Renata's brainchild. I'm just there. Um, but so she brings in and flies in permanent makeup artists from all over the world, like Brazil, UK, Canada, whatever. And they teach like the latest and greatest techniques. And it really is fascinating to watch them practice on mannequins and like 
this fabric that feels and looks like skin. And then they just do the eyebrows right on there. It's, it's wild. But anyways. Wow. We deviate. All right. So the, the business world of makeup is not always as glamorous as it may seem. Ava has traveled mostly within North Dakota, Minnesota, and California for all kinds of events. Many days are spent during administrative work, including um, scr- writing scripts, writing invoices, scheduling, spending time sending out emails. And uh, we will get more into her travel shortly, though. But that sounds like a day in the life of a, of a business owner. But it's not all business because she did just get engaged in 2019 to the love of her life, Grant Harner, on September 28th. Um, So congratulations to the two of them. Congrats. Ava's pageant journey began in the beginning stages of her recovery. Her mother suggested that it might be a good idea to help her gain self-esteem and create purpose in her life. Ava's mother is a former Miss North Dakota International as well. And Ava didn't see this for herself, and this is why. At the time, she had purple and gray hair, piercings, and tattoos, which, as you and I know, Stephen, is absolutely not the typical look for a pageant girl. Um, and it wasn't in Ava's mind as well. So it was definitely a transformation. Yeah, I mean, think about that for a moment. Purple hair, purple and gray hair, piercing, and tattoos. Like, you see that girl and says, hey, I think she could be the next, mix, the next Miss International. I mean, kudos for her mom to really, like, put that out there and just put that idea in her head yeah for sure and it's amazing how the industry itself like really starts to propel those um those positive attributes so mm-hmm. but in just two years to her surprise she won the title of miss north dakota international 2019 which is the same title that her mom had years before and through this journey she became a published journalist a journalist a nominee for woman of the year a worldwide ambassador and received the opportunity to compete internationally for the first time in her life. Talk about a turnaround. Yes. And a coaching moment here. And while Ava didn't compete with her purple and gray hair, her own personal pageant tip, um, and that's a, that's a personal growth. That's an evolution. It's probably she was, that's how she was expressing herself at the time. And then she was able to express herself in other ways. So that's probably a natural transformation. Um, But her pageant tip is to always stay true to your authentic self. It can be easy to fall into what we believe is the perfect pageant mold, but there really is no perfect mold. Stephen, you and I talk about that all the time. Um, And as long as you stay true to yourself and who you want to be, the crown will come. Yeah. And And a lot of that, sorry, Stephen, and a lot of that comes from finding your system too. So like your authentic self might not lend itself to being successful in system A, B, or C, but maybe it's system D. That's the match. So... Yeah. And that's the the other thing that I really like about pageantry as a whole is it teaches you to kind of adapt, adapt and evolve. So if you're competing in a system, you're like, gosh, I'm just I love the industry. I'm just not feeling this or I'm feeling uncomfortable or I, I'm just doubting if I can ever win. Because a lot of times like you're just you're hung up mentally. You've been competing in the same local or the same state for, you know, fill in the blanks. And yeah. this is this is Crystal Stewart's story. She was like trying to compete at a local um, so that she could win to go to Miss Texas USA. And she could not win the local to get into Texas USA. And finally, she was just like, this is dumb. My goal is to be Miss Texas USA. I can go straight to Miss Texas USA. Let me just go straight to there. She went Mm -hmm. straight to there and won and then went on to win uh, Miss USA. So it was like. And okay. it, that's that's a case in point. Sometimes if you yeah. just jump another state, try another system, 
and then boom, you will get yourself out of that mental roadblock and you'll experience a lot greater success. Well, yeah, I mean, for me, with the same system that Ava's, Ava's a title holder for Miss International, I was gung-ho Miss America for like my entire life. And I really didn't, I mean, thank goodness God stepped in and was like, hey, you're aging out now. So like, like you really can't win this pageant because I probably would have kept trying. But I, my talent is like, I don't have talent for diddly squat, traditional stage talent. So as soon as I transitioned to Miss International, I was like, you know, this is where I belong. Like these are 100% all of my skills. Every single phase of competition here is a natural fit for me. So I spent time being unsuccessful in another system because it wasn't a fit, but I refused to see it. And as soon as I made the change, voila. I love that. Love that story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, the Miss International pageant runs very similar to most pageants. The scoring's a little bit differently. Um, however, the four categories are interview, which is 40%, and that's the big one. So that's the big differentiator for Miss International versus Miss International Beauty Pageant, Miss USA, et cetera. Uh, fitness wear, so it's um, a fitness outfit. It's not a swimsuit and sneakers. Um, fun fashion and evening gown. So fun fashion, fitness, and evening gown are 20% each, and then that 40% interview. So the 2019 pageant was held in Charleston, West Virginia. I was there, toss, toss, and there were <laughs> over 30 contestants from around the world. Wow. Again, Ava brought her personal story, her courage, and platform to the pageant stage. Her advocacy against bullying and for suicide prevention struck a chord with the judges. In July 2019, Ava won the title of Miss International 2019. And Jesse, you were the MC at this event, right? I was, and I have a half coaching moment, half story, okay. or I have a coaching moment wrapped in a story. Okay. And when I competed a zillion years ago at Miss International, there's one rehearsal where every single person tells their 30 second platform statement. And it is so moving when the, when the Mrs. Contestants are there the week before there's constant tears because they're just, they've known each other now for several days. They've gotten close and like, wow, I get it now. And it's so important that if your goal is to share your story and build awareness for your platform, why wouldn't you, when you have this captive audience of your competitors, say it? So my year, everyone was phoning it in and they weren't saying it for real. And I'm like, are you afraid people are going to steal? Like, what's the problem? And I was contestant 11 and I was the first person that just did it. And then it was like, okay, guys, like we got to do this. So, um, a lot that happens every year. People are afraid they're going to psych themselves out, whatever. But then when Ava came up, I hold the microphone for all the girls when they're speaking and they're looking right at me. And I stopped and I said, this is why you all should be getting up here and doing your platform speech, because this story is worth hearing. I was moved by her story. And she talks very candidly about her experience as a su suicide attempt survivor. And it's a huge message for mental health and bullying that the world needs to hear. So don't hold back is, I guess, the coaching moment. And share your story to anyone who will listen if that's your, truly your goal. Yeah, 100%. Like, practice like you want to perform. I mean, at that stage in the game, I mean, even if somebody heard your intro speech like 30 days before, your speech is your speech. They're going to be like, wow, that's a powerful story. Okay. And then they're just going to try to figure out how they can make their story powerful. They're sure. not going to copy you verbatim. So there's nothing to be scared of. I, I never understood that. Like, girls try not to like do their full pageant walk on stage. Like they want to try to save it for the stage. Like mm -hmm. who cares? Nah. Practice like you want to perform. Like just go all out for it. Um, and I'll say, I, I don't want to totally ruin Ava's platform speech, but I'm going to say what I remember of it. But I think she led in with the date and she said, 
on X date, I woke up in a park bench on a park bench after trying to take my own life. Mm. And my heart like went from like my like my chest to like my butt. Mm. Like I was like, oh, my gosh. And that's probably a really ugly image. Um, <laughs> but it got the point across. It, it hit me hard. Yeah. And I'm standing right next to her. Right. And I know the judges felt the same way. So people that are afraid to dive into their story when you're competing, like your story is you. And those stories will connect with people. And pageants want title holders that will connect. Yeah. And I know whenever I've shared my story of failure, after sharing it, I get a little bit like, should I have shared that? <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, maybe that's a little too authentic. However, the feedback that I've consistently received and that I'm sure Ava's received, I mean, she's receiving it now from you, Jesse, is that people really appreciate the authenticity because they feel like they're not alone. And they like they connect with you because you, when you drop your walls down, automatically they feel comfortable to drop their walls down. But if you have your guard up, then the judges, when they're looking at, when they're like listening to you, and you have your guard up and you're not being authentic, it's just a. It's kind of like what you sow, what you reap, or it's for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? So it's almost like you have your guard up, they have their guard up. You put your guard down, they put their guard down, and they like can level with you. So that's what I hear. Yeah, the days are gone of pageants crowning win, or I shouldn't say the pageants crowning, the public wanting winners who are picture perfect. Mm -hmm. Because we don't need any more picture perfect things. We see it on Instagram. We see it everywhere. We want someone that's going to like say, you know, you're struggling. I'm struggling and I see you. Yeah. Like that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Huge. Yep. Okay, so being Miss International 2019 has given Ava the opportunity to be interviewed by TMZ, move to Fargo, travel across the U.S. to over 25 states, compete, complete over 40 speaking engagements, travel to Nicaragua twice, and truly propel her involvement with the Peyton Hart Project all over the world. And so as you said, Stephen, Ava's platform is deeply rooted in her heart and the Peyton Heart Project is an organization dedicated to bullying and suicide prevention. And like a lot of children, Ava was bullied and felt her identity was taken away as a result. And as we've mentioned in the fall of 2015, she attempted to take her own life. And as a suicide survivor herself, she feels it's her mission to help others that are in a place she once found herself in. Since 2016, Ava has been a worldwide ambassador of the Peyton Heart Project. Ava makes hearts which contain an inspirational quote and the social media information of the organization. Each heart represents a life lost to suicide. The hearts are placed in public places for anyone to find, pause, and reflect on the impact they can have on someone's life. Each person has a responsibility to prevent and stop bullying and also know that they are the kind of people looking to do the same. And now Ava's made over 15,000 hearts and spread them over 25 states and three countries. And she makes them daily by hand. And they involved cutting out heart outlines, wrapping them in yarn, attaching tags, mailing them, and scattering them for others to find. Wow. Ava also created Hearts for Hope presentations for schools and other youth groups. In 2019, Ava received the Peyton Heart Project Ambassador of the Year Award. 
And Ava's also dedicated her time to many other causes. She's very aware that community service is a large pillar in most pageants, and she wants to ensure she is utilizing her time to give back to those in need. Ava's also a dedicated volunteer for the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. She has attended out-of-the-darkness walks across the country. She has even advocated for mental health policies to multiple mayors. And she's raised thousands of dollars for numerous causes, including the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention and Children's Miracle Network. The most notable way that Ava is able to share her story, though, is through her voice. She's spoken to thousands of students to raise awareness for suicide prevention, to create relationships with listeners, and to also provide comfort to those experiencing a similar story. Ava has spoken at schools, community organizations, and alongside Miss America at the FCCLA State Leadership Conference. And this leads me to another coaching moment, and I tell all of our clients through the VIP program this is... Be the expert. And while sometimes you may be passionate about several causes, you may not be able to be an expert in each area. So try to find the cause that is most important and relevant to you that you selfishly want to share and teach others about. Own your craft. Become an expert at your platform. I would say like prepare like you just got a call from CNN and they want you to do an interview on your platform and know the ins and outs of it to every extent. Be the most knowledgeable person on the subject. And Ava's knowledge, passion, and personal experience with suicide and bullying helped her become that expert on the subject and therefore is able to spread this message with a stronger voice. She's not a complimentary voice. She is the voice of that message. And rather than helping many people and platforms in a smaller way, she can directly impact a targeted group of people in a massive way. And that's the difference. A lot of people want to do a little bit of everything. And there's nothing wrong with being hyper-focused. So don't just be involved with your platform. Be an educational resource that others can use to learn about that subject too. Yeah, and I'll say that I felt some of that pressure when as Pageant Planet grew in popularity, more people would come to me like, hey, can you help me choose my dress? Can you help me with interview? Or um, maybe interview is not such a good one, but it's like platform development, all those things. And I attempted to do that in the beginning, and I was like, I was bad, like very bad. And this was before I met Jesse. Um, so finally, I was just like, I got to stick to what I'm good at doing. And I've got a lot of experience in the realm of personal development. So it's like, yeah, I can help with interview because I've taken communication courses, like literally six months courses where I fly out and spend a weekend for once a month for six months um, and done a lot of different things in that realm, but just with general personal development. So like I no longer have to be an expert in all things, in this case, pageantry. I just stick to what it is that I know. And so for you listening, we all have an element of passion about something, an element of expertise about something. And you can just rely on that expertise. And then when you're put in a situation like I was with like pageant coaching that you might not know a whole lot about, just stick to your lane and It's okay to say, like, I'm not really sure about if somebody asks you a question that's tied to the event that you're not really sure about. It's like, I'm not really sure about that. But what I do know is, and then stick to what you're the expert in. Um, And then maybe if you know of a resource, refer them to that resource. So one of my go-tos was always like, you know, if a girl asked me a question I didn't know, I'd say, gosh, that's a great question. I don't know, but I'm going to reach out to some pageant coaches and see if I can get you an answer. I love that you said that because I feel like a lot of people find vulnerability and being able to say they are not the expert so that they, then they fake it. Right. 
Right. Like they're like, you know, I should be the expert in this. So I'm going to take it all the way. And that's when people can read it a mile away. So there's there's no shame in acknowledging that you're not the expert and that you don't know something in an interview. Like that's another trend that's really evolved in the past several years is it used to be like, how do I get around a question I don't know the answer to or a topic I don't know? And now it's, you know what, like, I just, I don't know enough to weigh in strongly. Uh, what I know about in something relation to this is blank. So it's like, you know, just be honest. Don't fake it. That comes across way worse. You've all heard my crazy interview stories. <laughs> don't rehash them now. Um, but I wish that trend existed when I was. Um, so yeah, acknowledge being like in your lane and you don't need to fake being anything beyond that. Yeah. And to further drive the point home, it, I like to do an exercise where I expand to the point of ridiculousness and when one way or the other. So, you know, if you were to ask me about nuclear engineering, right, it would be totally socially acceptable for me to be like, yeah, I, I don't know that. I run a pageant website. <laughs> and people would be like, oh, cool. I get that. Right. So like it's no different in concept to like if somebody asks me about like which dress do you think is is best on me or which like kind of dress or which fabric do you think would look best on me on stage? I'm like, genuinely, you should probably ask Jesse that because I'm skilled at running the pageant website, not necessarily individual coaching. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. All right. So if there's one takeaway from Ava's story, it is that your past does not define you. You get to be the leader of your own life and where it goes. If Ava had let her past prevent her from moving forward in the pageant world, she would have never reached out to tens of thousands of people across the United States with her message. Ava's platform is so relevant in society today with the increased use of social media and the rise of online bullying, the stigma against mental health, and the increased rates of suicide. It was living proof that anyone can defy the odds, overcome their hardships, and be the light um, of other people's lives. And I'll say this like last coaching moment is really learning from adversity and that I really encourage you to do the same, the listeners. So the success you will experience in life will be an exact ratio to the amount of failure that you've also experienced. Ava had, if you want to, called suicide attempt like a failure or emotional breakdown she's then leveraged that failure emotional breakdown suicide attempt however you want to label that and not trying to be insensitive just maybe i didn't use the right words but because of that again i'm saying failure just to prove a point she has been able to experience such a greater level of success because she's leaned into that experience that mm-hmm. leaned into that adversity, leaned into that that failure, and like life rewarded her, God rewarded her, the universe rewarded her with like this life that she is living now. And I had a mentor because before I started to experience success as like the world would define success uh, monetarily and maybe brand recognition um, in business, I had a lot of really what I would classify very public and very large failures. Filed bankruptcy, lost everything twice, those sorts of things. But I had a mentor that came into my life and he used this analogy of a bouncy ball. And he said, if you drop a ball with whatever height that you drop the ball, it bounces up like higher. Or if you slam the ball down to the ground, it will bounce up even higher. 
He's like, your failure was a, a very visible one and a very large one by most people's definitions. And so your bouncy ball was slammed to the ground. But because of that, as long as you don't quit, your success will be even higher than your failure. And that really resonated with me. And I hope for those listening that that resonated with you. I love it. And it's touching just to hear her story. And I can only imagine that hearing her speak in person has just as much emotional impact. I mean, it was for me and I heard her talk for like a minute and she'll continue to travel across the country and the world to spread her platform as well as the national platform of the Miss International Organization, the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women. If you or someone else you know is in the crisis, please reach out to a family, friend, or the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. The phone number is 1-800-273-8255 for the U.S. only. And the Peyton Heart Project has access to numerous crisis resources. And you can see that at um, thepeytonheartproject.org slash resources. And we'll end in Ava's words once more. She said, one crown can't change the world, but one crown has changed my world forever. I don't need a crown. I don't need a crown to share my story. But what that crown gave me was the courage and confidence to make a difference. Mm. And if you would like to be featured contestant for our next podcast, create a contestant profile with all of your information, hidden facts, and what makes you special. Then email support at Pageant Planet with the title podcast feature so that we can review your profile and we'll let you know within 24 hours after you submit if you're scheduled. Also, special shout out to Maria Giorlando for doing research. Thank you so much for listening. And if you've received any benefit from this show or for ones previous, please consider giving us a five-star review. It might seem like a small action on your part, but for us, it really does mean the world and it helps us keep the show going. Until next time, take care. Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.